Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. The Flames are in the middle of a five-game homestand and look to take down the Nathan McKinnon-less Colorado Avalanche. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Riveters, the HAT uh, public relations team. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday, and welcome to Locked On Flames. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, or if this is your first time, hello, hi, welcome. We are a daily podcast, your only daily Calgary Flames podcast, mind you, and we are free. Free 99 wherever you get your shows and, of course, on YouTube as well. So tonight, the Colorado Avalanche make their way into town uh, without Nathan McKinnon, by the way. He is out due to a, uh, an upper, upper body injury, but it is believed to be a potential fractured hand due to the fight he got into with Matt Dumba, one of the biggest fake tough guys in the league, by the way, so that really... That's got to hurt for the Avalanche. But Money Puck has the Flames as the favorite um, with a 56.3% chance to win. So you know what? For the first time in probably like all season, the Avs are going into this as an underdog. So, you know, they kind of have like that underdog swagger to them. I feel like the Flames kind of have that naturally to them. But, you know, that might be scary to go up against. But I think the Flames are very capable of taking on a team like that because they know how to read teams like that because they are a team like that. They wrote the book on how to be an underdog. So I'm I'm fairly confident going into tonight's game, okay? I'm not going to lie, but I'm not overly confident. Like, I I mean, I can't even be confident when this team goes up against San Jose or the Sabres, okay? (laughs) You never know what you're getting here. Uh, but Markstrom is starting in net tonight, which should be exciting to watch. I think that he put on a fantastic performance against the Oilers. And right now he ranks, uh, fourth in the league for saves above expected. And those, that statistic is used to, uh, typically how you measure your Vesna winners and or your nominees rather. So he could still technically be in the conversation, you know, the season, isn't over yet and you know it's usually those top three goalies that earn those nominations and you don't know you don't know what you're gonna get and I think um there there's a potential that he does find himself nominated I think this season has been fantastic for him um he enters 31st win on Saturday he looks for number 32 tonight he is looking to tie that record with uh the franchise record was with, oh my goodness, uh, Kuprasov. And, you know, I think the Flames have a great, uh, just fully depth roster that helps protect Markstrom and makes his job night in and night out easier, almost always. So I think tonight will be a good night for him. And, you know, there are plenty of goal scorers on the abs. That that could be a problem. Even without Landis and McKinnon, like you are still looking at, 
a pretty heavily loaded team that could be a problem. Nazem Kadri has 26 goals this season, and he has just truly blossomed into this offensive weapon in Colorado. Like, I talk about it all the time, but Toronto was just holding him back, and he said, I'm going to Colorado, and I'm going to be somebody else's problem. But, you know, he's putting... Uh, those pucks on net, so you gotta you gotta watch out for him. <laughs> and of course, uh, Mika Rantanen has 33 goals, uh, four of them coming in his last five games. So you know he is on a little bit of a trip right now, and you gotta gotta watch out for that. I think I feel like any Avs game, you're almost guaranteed to have a goal from him, which is fine. I mean, you know, I think you can say the same about our top line, whether it be you know Lindholm or Kuchuk, I think <laughs> I think that that's pretty fair to say. Everyone has, uh, every team has a player like that, pretty much. But there, there's going to be problems no matter who you're facing, and I think that this is a great time for the Flames to get prepared for the playoffs. You know, I think that when you play these high caliber teams, you can you have to treat it like a playoff game because. You can't just be like, oh, well, you know, it's just another game in the homestand. We're coming down the stretch of the season. No, every point matters. And if you want to have that kind of laid back attitude in the regular season in those high stakes games, what are you create? What kind of culture are you creating in that locker room? Just a thought. But uh, tonight's lineup pretty much looks. Uh, the same, you got your same top line, Mangiapane, Backlund, and Toffoli, uh, Dubé, Yarncroak, and Coleman, and then Lucic, Monaghan, and Lewis, as well as your standard pairings. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not overly concerned. What I am hoping to see is more of what we saw on Saturday night. <laughs> not so much from Markstrom in terms of how many goals he allows, but, you know, that communication was great. And I think, you know, we're going to talk more about that in the next segment. But I do think that it is important for this team to not treat this as if it's just another Tuesday night game in the middle of this or towards the end of the season in, in the spring. You know, they really need to focus and get their get their minds into this, you know, get into that mindset of every win matters. Because everyone's going to matter in about, what's today, like six weeks, if that, come the playoffs. So you just got to get into it. You can't take your foot off the gas now. But uh, coming up next, we are going to talk about four ways that the Flames can win and will win tonight's game. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. After months of playing, college basketball has determined top teams for the final four and will determine this year's national champion this coming week. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info, from all the latest odds, contests, and player props, you name it. BetOnline remains the best spot for your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all leagues this season. Head on over to the website today on your mobile device or your computer, tablet, leapfrog, whatever you desire to learn more about your uh, <laughs> learn more about your favorite teams, trends, and action. 
Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you all so much for tuning into Locked on Flames. As always, you can follow me on Twitter to keep this discussion going. Uh, Twitter handles right on the screen for those of you watching on YouTube, just Bill Mosto. So thanks for hanging out. Oh my God. So <laughs> one thing that drives me crazy is when this team does this thing that puts them in the penalty box because they're looking undisciplined. And that is, that is something that is going to cost them this game, the next game, any playoff game, and any game that, that you play. And I think one of the biggest things that they need to learn from the last two seasons <laughs> is stop taking avoidable penalties. You know, there's, there's a difference between, um, you know, hooking someone to try to, you know, get the puck. And going out of your way to lay someone out. Michael Backlund, I'm looking at you. You know, I know that you listen to the show all the time. <laughs> but, you know, I think that special teams are evenly matched, you know. and But I still don't want to see the Flames going out there and being on the PK too often tonight. I just, I just don't, I don't think it's a recipe for success. And it, like I said, you need to win this game. You cannot give this game to the abs. So, you know, going out there and playing like you did <laughs> against the Dallas Stars in 2020, Lucic, I'm looking at you, uh, taking all of those avoidable penalties that, you know, just thinking about it gets me all riled up. But so there were there have been so many instances in this season, especially in the last few games where, you know, I'm sitting there and it's just kind of like, did, did you really need to do that? And especially against the apps, because you know what? One thing I noticed is that you will get penalized for something they did, whether it be Nathan McKinnon, Nathan McKinnon high sticking himself and then Taylor Hall subsequently, you know, is hunted down for the rest of the game. So the best thing that you can do <laughs> is just, like, only go near them when it's necessary. You don't have to, you know, social distance or anything. But just kind of, you know, keep a little space so, you know, you don't end up on the wrong end of a penalty. That's all, right? It's that simple. <laughs> but... I think another thing that the Flames can really work on is keeping that communication going and, uh, you know, keep all cylinders firing. I got a comment yesterday on yesterday's video saying I didn't say uh, all cylinders firing correctly. I said all sides of the puck. Yes, because, you know, like in football, when they're talking about offense and defense and they say both sides of the ball. Yeah, that's what I was referring to, honey. Okay. Um, but, you know, you can keep that offense alive and keep that defense strong. Not – this goes back to taking avoidable penalties. You know, stop finding yourself in the penalty box because you're frustrated. Go out there and instead find the puck, get the puck on your stick, and shoot it. Channel it that way. It's much more productive. <laughs> I think the Flames can really uh, benefit just from – 
garnering quality shots on net and finding themselves in a position to score. We don't know who's in net tonight for the Avalanche as I'm recording, but I think that is a mind game. I think it is absolutely a mind game by the Avalanche's coach. We see coaches do this a lot, um, especially in high stakes games. I think that, you know, they want to try to get into their opponent's head, but I just, I don't think that's going to work this time. I don't think the flame, not that the flames don't care, but they know how to read goalies. They can make decisions in a matter of split seconds. And I'm very okay with that. Um, I'm very okay with them not knowing who the goaltender is because I think either goaltender that they uh, face tonight, whether it be um, Darcy uh, Kempfer, right? Yes. And then uh, Frank Hoos, I hope I pronounced that right. But um, whether it be either of that, you know, regardless of who it is, I think they'll be okay. I, I think that they're a strong team in terms of players they that can make decisions quick decisions in a matter of a split second. You know, they have that strong chemistry out there that isn't necessarily one, you know, (laughs) it's not something that they've struggled with this season. I think that they can do, like, there are certain, you know, there was a play earlier this season where it was very intentional by Matthew and Johnny. It looked like they were overpassing at first, and you're like, what are you doing? Like, to shoot the puck but then Johnny so Matthew ended up passing it like around the back of the net and Johnny tapped it in and, the, and obviously they scored and then there was another very similar situation where they were uh passing the puck and then Johnny passed it back to Matthew and Matthew like bumped it in it didn't look like it was would have gone in but he had enough force behind it and it was really great And I think it's moments like that that really speak to this team's chemistry and how they trust each other. So it's great to see. Also, um, I just, I think that the two games against San Jose and Buffalo really, really, really expose some of this team's ugly weaknesses that just can really cost them games. And uh, that would absolutely be, you know, devastating (laughs) to come this far in the regular season just to be exposed like that and to not be able to you know truly capitalize on the opportunity to learn from those mistakes and I'm gonna have to say that crash if the flames don't crash the net like in a true hardcore fashion like this is a game seven do or die like you're going home um then they're not gonna win I think even though the Avalanche are without two of their biggest stars, I I still think that they can put up a really good fight because I don't think this team ever stops. That depth is intense and, you know, they have what it takes. And every, every year they're the favorite to come out of the West and they have yet to do it. But, you know, I think if the Flames can just show them a smidgen of determination and their uh you know competition level of what's ahead of them in the playoffs then they got the the flames have it they have it in the bag (laughs) 
Coming up next, I will happily talk about uh, some flames to watch tonight because I think I think some of these guys deserve a little bit more recognition than we give them on this show. And before we do that, though, I would like to talk to you about one of my favorite, favorite discoveries on the internet, and that is rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned website that is offering you and everyone else out there <laughs> just a savings on car parts and anything you need. This literally, I cannot explain to you how much of a lifesaver this is because uh, I can get my windows fixed at literally a fraction of the price now because of Rock Auto. Uh, they are reliably low prices for all of their customers. You know, it, you're, you don't get a special deal because you've been a mechanic for 40 years and or you're just starting or you're a do-it-yourselfer. They are happily giving everyone the same discounts, the same service, and it's just, it's been a huge lifesaver. So instead of spending $200 on a part plus labor at a mechanic shop, you know, I can go on to Rock Auto, get my little window motor operator thingy for my window, spend a hundred bucks or 50 bucks, and then take it to the shop and have it fixed for next to nothing. And it's fantastic because everyone is looking to save money and cut corners in a way, but this is a really productive way to cut corners. And all you have to do if you want to order from Rock Auto is head on over to rockauto.com, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. And you can see all of the parts available for your car or truck Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So, one thing that I absolutely love about this Flames team is how talented they are and how great they are at, <laughs> at finding, you know, the little weaknesses in other teams that really start to get under their skin. You know, they don't necessarily go out there and dump uh, gasoline on a fire unless it's against the Oilers. <laughs> but they find ways to really uh, capitalize on their own strengths and then become their own biggest strength, really. Like, it's individuals out there that really make this roster special. And I think that one of the best things has been watching Dylan Dubé just go out there and find himself. So he is one of my flames to watch. He has had six points in his last six outings with two multi-point games in that span. Um, he's 23 years old. He has nine goals, 12 assists, and he has just really kicked it into high gear in the month of March. So if he can keep, you know, this steadily going and really carry that over into late spring for the playoffs. I think that would be really beneficial to his own confidence and to the team, obviously. But I do think that 
He is he's just one of those players that you really have to watch because he will find himself on the score sheet, but you have to like watch for it. You have to, you know, he's not necessarily the one that's going up there and crashing the net. He's the one that's making plays happen. And I think it's, you know, it's great. <laughs> uh, Matthew Kachuk, uh, unreal, unreal player. You know, he uh, has 82 points on the year now, and that's his new new career high. Uh, which is, so he had 77 points back in the 2018-2019 season. So, you know, he's really um, showing some growth there. He's still a young kid, 24 years old. He has had 11 points in the last four games and 23 points in 14 games. He has 10 power play goals this season and has 25 points on the power play as well. And I am just astonished at the <laughs> the menace that this kid has become. Because, you know, he everyone's always like, oh, Brad Martian's a little rat. There's a reason why they call him Rathew on Twitter. And it's not because he's, you know, fighting people. It's because this kid gets under your skin while he's out on the ice. Sure, a little bit of an agitator. But he will, like, tear your team apart. He will make you look like a beer league team. And that's one of my favorite reasons why I love covering this team. Because I was asked in, like, one of the first Q&As, uh, you know, it was, like, even before I had even watched the Flames game, it was, like, an introductory video that I, or podcast that I had done. And people were, and one of the questions was, is Matthew Kachuk underrated or overrated? And I said he's overrated. And, of course, that was the season <laughs> where uh, he had career low points, pretty much. He hadn't really done anything that was super eye-catching in the few games that I had covered before the pause. <laughs> and then, of course, he gets injured in the playoffs and he can't play. And he's made me eat though eat those words because I think that he is – one of the best players uh, in the league, and he continues to grow. He's tied for sixth in NHL scoring, okay? Like, this kid is unreal. I love watching him. I think that he is going to be an absolute problem for teams in the playoffs. And no, I'm not talking about him being dirty. I think that he has kind of blossomed out of that, oh, I'm a dirty player stage, but... Uh, you know, I I'm happy to see this kind this kind of production from him. And I do think that this has to do with Daryl Sutter making those changes, making those changes in the top line and really finding players consistent roles to be in. Because yeah, Matthew Kachuk was on the top line last year, but so was Dylan Dubé. So was I'm pretty sure we saw Brad Ritchie up there for a little bit. Like there was no consistency. There wasn't really anything we were working with around the clock to be like, okay, this this is what's setting this team up for success. But now you have Gaudreau, Lindholm, and Kachuk, and it's just consistency, and it's fantastic. It's so much fun to watch. And they're one of the best um, five-on-five top lines in the league. So just, just to give it to you that way, I don't have a third player to watch, but I do want to say 
A big congratulations to the Boston Pride for winning the Isabel Cup last night. Uh, they won four to one over the Connecticut Whale down in Tampa, Florida, and they have been living their best life with uh, Miss Izzy. <laughs> and uh, great to see the Cup back in Boston, back to back. And uh, you know, enjoy your celebrations. But that is all I have for today's episode of Locked on Flames. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, if you're watching and want to leave a nice comment down below for a change, that would be wonderful. Um, I appreciate you all tuning in, and I look forward to giving you two episodes tomorrow. I will have a recap and then a bonus episode with a fun guest. You know, just not, there's nothing quite like talking hockey with other hockey fans who are just as passionate as you are. And I'm very much looking forward to that. So thank you all. Remember to follow me on Twitter at JustBalmosto and make sure you are subscribed to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a nice little rating and review and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.